who's traveling abroad and set the wrong microphone up for his recording, and thus the first uh, couple minutes of this podcast are a little bit weird. This guy. What the f*** is going on down there? I think this might be something that uh, July Chris has to think about. Yeah, that's a July Chris thing. Yeah, that that's coming up pretty quick for July Chris, isn't it? Yeah, screw that guy. That's like a million years away. I'm going to live forever. Me, June Chris, immortal. <laughs> June the 33rd be with you. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, I'll get a count us in. Uh, then we can just get, get into this. I like how you still have to count us in, even though we've got a good flow. Let's stop talking about what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, okay, listen. What if I just went five, four, three, two, one, and then we just kept going? All right? We're flowing. All right. We're, That's fine. We're spitting. What's the phrase? We're spitting. That's a phrase, you, you right? have some sort of expert. Ex. Eh, I can't even say words today. Expectoration. Expectoration. Excellent. I actually forgot that. I was like, I want to remember. Because I remember when I learned the word expector and I got. It's such a good word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when I had that. I had this like phlegm infection or something and I had to drink all this expectorant. Uh, it's satisfying, but oh, it was gross. It's all milky. Um, hi, everyone. Welcome to WTF and TFW episode 514. It's June the 4th, 2018, when we're recording the day before the Bumblebee trailer. Because guess whose schedule is better suited by recording tonight? All three of us. Hi, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Hi. How you doing? I'm pretty good. Hey, TJ. How you doing? Eh, been better. Yeah, I got... I know I know that... Boy, have I had a weird start to a visit home. Uh, completely irrelevant to the podcast. Hey, just like throwing your phone around and kicking it and, and making the battery blow up or something? Well, we found out um, that, that there's an American insurance company based out of Tampa, Florida. Sorry, TJ, that you should never use. Because <laughs> um, they they say, yeah, we'll send you a new iPhone. They send a phone that's not just refurbished; it's in fact been voided of Apple Care. It's been refurbished so badly. Oh wow! That's what I found out today. They they cracked it open, and said, "Come back in an hour." I came back in an hour and a half to give them more time. They're like, "Yeah, we can't actually do anything because your phone appears to have been tampered with." And I was like, "Can you show me?" So they're like, "Yeah, you see, there's um, well, there's a there's a hole that a screw's supposed to be in, but there's no screw." Um, all the sticky stripping and tabs to hold the battery in place don't seem to exist in here anymore, and the battery's just sliding around in the compartment. Oh, um, that's nice. So I was like, that's interesting. And, and they were, you know, London, you know, London Drugs Telecom Mall, excellent people. They were super apologetic, even when it wasn't their fault. They didn't charge me for popping the thing open. They let me take a photo, wrote me down a list of everything. They were not like Restart over in downtown Victoria. That is a Mac, um, a quote-unquote, you know, Mac-approved store run by a pair of complete jerks. First people we talked to where I walked in and said, hey, there's a problem with my iPhone, and basically got dressed down over whether or not I had uh, a warranty before I even finished one sentence. I just wanted a chance to like throw restart on uh, downtown okay. Victoria under the bus. I've been doing that every single place I've been going to because those guys they're, they're on notice now. They suck. Uh, if you live Here in Victoria, the, like, <laughs> you're the, you're one of three listeners. First thing, so yeah. to the three of you, thanks for tuning in. Still, but also don't ever go to restart. Those guys are complete. What's the phrase? Jackasses uh, should not be getting anybody's business. Uh, and it's one of those. It's one of the few times where I very gleefully want to throw a store under the bus because they are precisely the kind of people who shouldn't be Apple certified to do Apple Care stuff. Because they're the ones who like to treat it like it's a mysterious magic they've unlocked 
not that they are able to buy batteries and screens and have the whatever special two pieces of hardware you need. Um, mm-hmm. I don't care for that attitude, especially when you level it at me before I finish one sentence. Also, I was tired, so I was I was not very patient. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, this Bumblebee trailer, we were talking about it before. It's tomorrow for us. And it's the first trailer, so there's a good chance there's not a ton to discuss about it. Also, I figured, I don't know about you guys, I'm, if you really want to know what we think about it, we're probably going to have posted all over our social media about it. Uh, in fact, when this podcast goes up, hit up the thread and say, hey, what were your thoughts? And then we can probably link a bunch of tweets or just drop a bullet point in the thread. Because um, it's just better for all of us to record tonight. We all have things tomorrow. So sorry, life. John Cena. Sorry, um, Bumblebee. Life. Yeah, sorry, life. Listen, how was I supposed to know it was going to be like two and a half minutes long? How was I supposed to know it was going to show like two robots transforming? It was going to show the entire tone of this upcoming film is completely different from the last five because surprise, you get a new director in who has any semblance of vision. It'll look nothing like the Michael Bay films. Also, surprise, you get someone in who actually likes robots. The robots will come off as characters rather than props. The transformation of a jet into a robot will be framed like an anime speed line shot because that makes sense. The whole trailer instills a sense of positivity and hope in a fandom that had for the last, I'd say, six years entirely given up on these things. And, you know, maybe we should have talked about it. Maybe we should have tried to delay a day. But that's how it rolls. I do have a couple little follow-up things here I'd like to throw in. We had, actually just today, a comment on episode 512 from Prime135. Uh, I actually just, I'd missed this. You know that, that Shockwave Plus, that new MP Shockwave that's like toy purple? Mm-hmm. We were talking yeah. about the new head, so apparently he does have a new head, and apparently he's being marketed as the anime edition, which is why he has the Toon logos tampographed and not as stickers. So yeah, the, the, the Takara Tomy Mall listing, there are stills from the cartoon in there. So apparently the Shockwave is supposed to be the anime Shockwave, which is hilarious because the last Shockwave was already anime Shockwave. So I don't know what they're trying to do, necessarily. So this is the anime herb? Or anime-ist. Yeah, if you look at the side-by-side screen caps, it's like, yes, in the cartoon screen caps you chose, he is a a deep... In fact, some of these screenshots show that he is, in fact, not the same purple as the toy that they're marketing, so I'm not sure what they're coming from. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like he does have a new head with that square window that was part of the animation model. I'm very confused, and I think someone else who is working on the toy is as well. Uh, But yeah, that's a little update I wanted to throw in. Uh... Man, <laughs> like, what's going on here? How was the last one not the anime one? I, I think they just got into this general habit of, well, the second version's going to be the anime version. Even if the first one already Even was. Even if the first one is dead accurate to the anime. Look, we, re- we released a new thing that has it be slightly different colored, and now we're releasing a toy in order to match that. It's like it looks more like the toy. It's just amazing. These screenshots almost indict the shade of purple that they're using as incorrect. Because uh, the screenshots they're using look, have a lot of look, that VHS look. Is, fade. Is your monitor color corrected the way their monitor is? No, I don't think so. I, I'm just yeah. saying, they seem to almost be showcasing that kind of VHS burn on some of the color palettes in, in the cartoon yeah. episodes. Yeah, that... That's what that's what they're using for their source. The yeah. the copy that's been in that VCR since like yeah ninety one, and yeah, just someone at Takara told me they got their hands on a badly remastered episode from Rhino, and they're like, perfect. This is a perfect purple, and they submit the Pantone, and it's wrong, and someone's like, excellent. Let's move forward with this. 
<laughs> this is someone watching a bootleg VHS just going, oh my god, yeah. we got it all wrong. It's it's like the eighth generation of that VHS. It's the copy of a 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 copy. I want to sneak in here that I also, I don't think that makes the toy bad at all. I just think that that makes its intent extremely confusing and probably wrong as far as <laughs> the way that they've selected the, the colors and what it's supposed to be. But it still looks like a good shockwave and it's in a purple that I really like, so I don't hate it. It's just like... When when the reply came in saying, "Did you guys not see that it was the anime edition?" I was like, you, at first I was like, "Are you trolling? Is this trolling on a message board that's going on here?" Uh, but no, it, it actually is supposed to be. So uh, that's a little little update. Um, speaking of listener reactions, we actually had a listener question, and I wanted to open up with from Node, which was more of a listener reaction, but it does open a neat line of conversation. Um, and this uh, Node says, uh, it's not that far back, but for reasons of busy and glued to earbuds, I'm back listening to some episodes I missed. Now, I don't normally participate all that much, but I feel this is a great opportunity missed on one uh, of the few-month-old listener questions, and I think it has some merit. The listener question was something like, what toy line would you sacrifice its, uh, its movie quality for in order to get revitalized toys? Okay. Arguably, like what happened with Transformers, where we got the run of Michael Bay movies, but also got the run of money that made for really cool collector-oriented figures. Node says it is a great question, but hands down, the best possible answer to this next to Transformers should have been Dino Riders, a rather mediocre short success franchise that by today's technology and engineering could have some ridiculously amazing toys. Sure, how many adult kids are going to jump on and collect a new? Probably not as much uh, as the broad-based Transformers maintains, but honestly, every generation should get the chance to play with sci-fi, laser-equipped prehistoric beasts and the best part is the original backstory, from what I remember, was fairly cheesy to start, so a big box movie wouldn't have much worry about living up to the rose-colored recollection of our youth. Anyway, just wanted to make sure uh, this is put in your brain to stew and simmer about how Dino Riders could fit into that question. Okay, then. Uh, the one thing I, I will say in response to this that's a bit of a, an argument is I would say... Uh, anyone will find a way for a big box movie to not live up to the rose-colored recollection of our youth. So even mm -hmm. if Dino Riders is coming from the, the most balls-basic sci-fi and dinosaurs smash-up backstory, someone will go like they got it wrong. Yeah. Well, actually, the interesting thing about Dino Riders is those toys were so correct as dinosaurs that, like, the Smithsonian went back to um, whoever it was that made the toys... And like, hey, can you make it without like the sci-fi crap <laughs> on the it garbage. or the walking thing? <laughs> and we're going to sell them. Yeah, I uh, I have a uh, Pteranodon from that run, like the museum run. Mm -hmm. um, I, it wasn't the Smithsonian, but I think those made it to other museums because I got one yeah. of those pterodactyls as a kid. And then as I grew older and, re, you know, kind of put together in my head, like, you know, childhood memories and what all my toys actually are. I was like, why do I not remember ever having stuff that goes on this Dino Riders toy I clearly own? Much later, I found out I did not lose all the parts. I never had them. Uh, that figure never came with any because it was from the museum run. Uh, at least it's, it's, maybe I'm misremembering something now. But yeah, that's, that, I remember that story as you're telling it. Um, I also think Dino Riders would make for excellent toys because, like, uh, I'll do credit. It sounds like the next, I don't even remember what it's called. The next Jurassic Park, Jurassic World 2? Or is it Jurassic Park um, 7? Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Not even a number. I, All right. I literally just saw a commercial for it two minutes ago. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, the uh, 
The toys for that, apparently there's a very good superposable Velociraptor, and I've seen lots of good things about the big T-Rex that's posable and can eat things. So we do have the technology for good dinosaur toys, not, not to mention, by the way, or not to forget, uh, Beasts of the Mesozoic, uh, which I believe is moving into its full launch now that the backer kit store is closing. So yes, modern dino riders would be sweet, even if they look nothing like the old ones. If it was just modern dinosaurs with dumb sci-fi stuff attached to them, it still would be pretty darn cool, as long as there are pilots. In fact, with the level of quality we get in, like, two-inch scale figures now, between, like, Mega Bloks and, like, other, you know, more expensive companies, like uh, Acid Rain, um, the small-scale ones, mm -hmm. it could be super sweet. I'm, I'm way into this idea. So I wanted to give it credit, even though I was also kind of like... I don't know about opening the the precedent of reading listener reaction PMs that are not you don't actually like a correction section. Well, I don't have that cool trumpet riff that they have over <laughs> on the beast. <laughs> cool. I thought you were going to go for it. I could use that sample. So look forward to if you if you if you uh, if we get enough subscribers, Aaron will do an acapella version of that entire song, and then we'll we'll have continued to rip off from the giant beast cast. Yeah. Um, Aaron, all one things. Yes, <laughs> uh, it's, I mean it sounds like you'd be down for Dino Riders. I I remember it vaguely because, like most children, I was a dinosaur kid, and there was some point in time where I saw a somebody had a video um, of like, um, like of like toys that went in a different direction or something. Uh, where there were a couple different lines of toys that were like, yeah, everybody remembers this thing, but the reason why is this other reason. And that was one of the things that just stuck in my mind of like, man, how is it that you go about like making a toy line to be just a dumb Saturday morning, you know, cartoon commercial, and then you make the dinosaur part of it so accurate that museums are like, hey, uh, you know, could you could you hook me up with some of those? Just no, 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 just like. Get rid of the other. No, I don't need the sci-fi crap. Just the, just the dinosaurs. Yeah, that's better than anything else that we can get right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks. Yes. And then that's a thing. Hang on, did I lose you guys? God. Hey. Hi. Did I drop? You dropped, yes. Uh-huh. Weird. Okay. I uh, I had to go fix a thing in GarageBand because it wasn't detecting my mic properly, which is fine. But I didn't think that would impact Discord, so it clearly did. All right, well, I'm back now. <laughs> uh, but I agree, Aaron. Uh, dinosaurs are cool, and there should be more things that smash up with them. DJ, uh, Dino Riders, do you think uh, you'd, you'd see a good future for that? Like, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with the idea, really. Uh, not especially outside of outside of competition right now because Jurassic Park is what people think of first and foremost when it comes to pop culture dinosaurs. But do people yeah. hold current Jurassic Park in a high regard as well? Is what I'm thinking. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of my answer too. I'm kind of like, no, they should, but also. But every Jurassic Park dinosaur has to have like a big bite out of it, and you see ribs where you normally wouldn't see ribs. That was a little and yeah, <laughs> that was always weird to me on those toys. And also, like the and... the doubling, like like I saw the trailer for the new movie, and I I thought it was weird that they like 
among the things that were kind of heavily critiqued on the first one across the board, the main thing being like one of the Chris's uh, like waving his arms open handed at a bunch of wild animals to calm them down. Um, that mm-hmm. they kind of double down on that in the new trailer, and it's like, hey, it's blue again. I'm gonna do the thing that a lot of people dissected as probably being threatening to any living organism. Uh, we're gonna yeah. maintain that that's my way of, of interacting with my pet Velociraptor. Um, I just feel like if Dino Riders kind of popped up, it would be more like, all right, time to see dinosaurs done with some, with some machisma, with some heart. Uh, that would be the other hollywood movie mm-hmm. how you frequently have the years of like what was it the um like the volcano year and then the meteor year and then the yeah. um like yeah. the the flip weather year you get the dino actually how have we not had a dinosaur year i mean of all the things i feel like the dinosaur Steven year would Spielberg be the easy one. came in at the beginning and was like yo mfers listen up I'm Stephen King. I don't, or not Stephen King. Steven Spielberg. I'm Stephen King. Wow. <laughs> Stephen King was yeah. just like, excuse me. <laughs> Spielberg just walks in and is like, no, this is mine. You all get something Stephen else. Stephen King's like, I don't even want dinosaurs, but you know what? Now I do just because you want them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Dino Riders would be sweet. Also, I think Dino Riders would make for some cool Transformers crossovers, such as with the Dino Bots. That's not actually leading us into anything. I just wanted to transition into some Transformers. Uh, topics we have a couple but uh, any any other dino rider stuff you guys want to throw down anything that's been on your chests i'm staring at the toys now strangely enough i had one of the little i think enemy guys as a kid but i don't remember having a dinosaur to go with it i'm not i'm not gonna say what happened to you as a kid but i recall that those pilot figures in general were they were the kind of things that fell into a garage sale box even if they weren't supposed to because uh, I know... Yeah, because I'm looking at him now. Because he's just like a little beige-headed bug guy, and I have no idea. Like, I would never uh, connect that. Looking on like, Wikipedia, it looks like they were, they had commando packs or something. They did. They did. That was, like, just the, the dudes. But I, I, I also know that there were, like... Like, it was really easy at a garage sale, even when I was a kid, and you saw some Dino Rider stuff for it just to be, like, a bin full of those pilots completely unsorted with like bits and pieces of the armor and then all the dinosaurs and like another bin. Um, so it's mm-hmm. not hard to, in your childhood to have ended up with, you know, just random dino riders without the dinos, uh, just random riders. Sounds really cool. Except they ain't got masks on. Know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They ain't got mm. commons. Uh, Hey, we got a really cool piece of news here, which makes me excited, provided the toy comes out. Um, Amongst all those weird Amazon listings, we finally got some more info on the Titan's Return Deluxe Repugnus. Uh, He's he's coming with a Titan Master, so he's going to be a Headmaster. His Titan Master's name is Dastard, which is great. I'm actually surprised they got away with no, that name. Nobody's going to slide in there with a sharpie. No, what? everyone is. That's the thing. Like, who's not going to? Mi- also, who wouldn't misread that at a glance as bastard yeah. instead of dastard? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, it looks like a B if you're not looking right at it. But uh, apparently, he's got premium deco, which I guess just means he's going to have as many paint apps as grotesque. 
Um, that's how I'm parsing it, at least, along with the special edition packaging to celebrate the Prime Wars trilogy. And he's going to come with a Prime Master as well, Solus Prime. Um, this is coming on the back of the news that, um, from a while back, from those leaked card images, that the Blastoff figure uh, is going to come with Megatronus and will obviously be celebrating the Combiner Wars part of the trilogy. So the rumored uh, Counterpunch figure is probably going to be the Power of the Primes representative and will probably also come with another one of the 13 Primes who I assume is not getting a Pretender shot. Um, so we're just figuring that like wave four of Titan or of uh, of Power of the Primes is just non-existent. Then probably, I I have a feeling Yay. Power of the Primes is almost over. Like in that yeah. wave two has been bought by some people. We're now ha- more than halfway through the line. <laughs> some people, like I think it's a number that you can count on one hand. Yeah. Except it also seems. Yeah, I think I've I think I've known a total six that people. Have. It also feels like everybody because like they're all posting pictures, and so I keep thinking like, man, am I behind the curve? But then like no one else I know has ever found them in person. Like some people ordered them online. Uh, yeah, but. yeah. There there was a very early wave that hit in in retail and online. Yeah. And like I was saying beforehand, I still have my order for wave two up at or wave two Voyagers up at Big Bad. And nobody seems to have the Wave 3 up for pre-order for anything approaching sane prices for the deluxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I'm never... not going to pay $22 per deluxe. I'm uh, um, I'm looking at, at basically, I, I think I have to just accept it's going to be 20 to 24 Canadian per deluxe for me. Uh, I doubt I'm going to see them at a Toys R Us during a sale as readily as I saw Titans Return. Except I don't think Titans Return well, did, did badly, so I don't think that's indicative of the place we're at with Power of the Primes. Yeah, I think. Well, if it makes you feel better, we don't think we're going to see it at Toys R Us on sale either. Oh, well, you know what? One of these days, fine Canadian brand Toys R Us is. It's it's going to make its way down to the states eventually, I'm sure. Because uh, yeah, there was some news that I could throw in here is that Toys R Us Canada is in fact fully well off, fully healed, fully under the care of some group that bought it and then let it stay as Toys R Us. Uh, hopefully they're not all scum. They probably are because they're a big corporation. But um, Toys R Us Canada is going to continue existing while America's is going into liquidation and Australia's is going into the the administ- was it administration? Is that the word? administration yeah. yeah um and also like thousands of jobs are being lost uh but at the, the at the top of that hill some stupid brand will continue in canada um i'm just you know what i i my one hope is that hopefully folks will find a better job than working at a random american toys r us i know some of them were great mm-hmm. i know some of them were not great it it uh, kind of just fell under the it's retail uh umbrella and um I just wish there were better living wage jobs for people than that. That's why yeah. I was I I just I could not see the good side in that that crowdfund push to try to you know bring it back. One CEO hoping to bring it back with the help of some other CEO. It was like that's just going to make lousy. You're probably not going to invite a single person back to their jobs. It's going to make yeah. for lousy working conditions, no matter what's going on here. Uh. But you know what? On the bright side, our toys are still coming out. Anyway, uh, repugnance also means that the uh, the horror cons uh, are all going to... This, that's them, right? No, they're the monster, monster bots. bots. The monster horror bots. cons were the other two. Because the, there's yeah. Autobots and Decepticons. I don't know if you know much about Transformers. Listen, I'm coming to you from the Dino Riders franchise. Right? I'm glad you had me on as a guest. All right, Usually okay. I'm overdoing the you know Common Dinos podcast. Uh... But yeah, um, we're going to have the, it sounds like the three of them, they're probably all based on the same body. Like I'll be amazed if Repugnus is not 
like grotesque and twinferno uh, and that's fine you know they're all gonna look very similar um but uh, yeah I'm, I'm i'm hyped for this uh, i'm hyped for blast off i'm hyped for uh, whatever counterpunch is because i'll you know i'll probably love it and then tell everyone i hate it because it's not right but that's just how we roll <laughs> i hate it get me more <laughs> make another one also i, I hate they didn't <laughs> give him a head swap gimmick the the casuals the cowards um TJ, how are you feeling about uh, our, our boy, Repuggles, getting, like, a second toy in the Prime Wars trilogy? Repuggles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very proud of that. I thought of it on the fly. <laughs> Maybe I'm, I'm, you I'm need to take to it back to workshop. Right uh, I'm just being betrayed. That's all this is. I'm, be I'm being betrayed by my team. <laughs> um, uh, see, I would... I would not be surprised if that ends up being another Twinferno remold, but it would have to be extensive because the wing the wings are not going to work on him. I'm not sure where you put that gigantic bug head of his in that toy's engineering. Mm. Yeah, it's only because it's only by virtue of I can't think of anything else from that line that would work. I have a feeling if 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 this thing has a retool budget, it's going to be his head will work the same as Grotusks and it might just be a bit smaller or it'll look weirder on his, you know, it'll stick out more in robot mode and I I got a feeling that they'll they're going to go with wings but it'll be bug wings cuz I feel like that tiny was it tiny titans that Repugnus had to figure with you know the little figurines that yeah, were and, yeah i feel like maybe. that one had like beetle wings or or something going on in the back so the, there's imagery well, he's a big walking cockroach so like he has wings but yeah you know, the, the vintage one is just one is literally one solid chunk just hanging off the back of his beast mode i got a feeling we're going to see some reimagination on this one probably you know making the wings a bit more of a thing which i'd be super cool with uh i like the here's idea here's what i of, want Here's what I want. I want extra remolding on this one because they don't have to do the new head sculpt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they already got a Repugnus head. That's mm -hmm. going to be weird that he has a different Titan Master. <laughs> I, just, I just realized. Uh, oh, man. It's also going to be weird that Look, they have... One of them like is a... his formal head and the <laughs> other is his casual one. Yeah. It's also going to be weird that we're going to have like father-son outings with Repugnus. He gets to join Brawl, uh, Brawn and, you know do the whole thing but even more so because it's like <laughs> tiny cockroach big cockroach yeah it's the it's the repuggles family they're all good <laughs> they can all fly and why, they can eat whatever why? they want why why do you make me hate the things i love because it's it's cute that's why we need us a mighty muggles repuggles <laughs> i'm down uh, uh hey aaron uh you down for repugnus yeah all right. They have all they have all three of them in the same scale and style. Yeah. No. Well, also specifically to have the three of them in the same scale and style, um, but in the more you know compact deluxe size. Because I don't know if I love them enough to want to get the fans hobby third party ones that are amazing looking but enormous and thus a hundred bucks a piece. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh. Those things do look really cool. Uh, I think that if I were ever to get those third-party ones, I'd need, basically I need to do what like Ichabod did and get them almost not at the same time, but at least almost like close enough to the same time. Like if I could get a package deal on the three at a convention, I think I'd probably if I had the money, I'd yeah. do it. But like buying them piecemeal, I think would just make me get really sick of the one that showed up first and not care about the one that showed up third. Uh, 
Also, yeah, there, there's also the question I should mention from the, the front page post. Will Dastard be another Battle Beast homage? Uh, that could be really cool. Also, I'm thinking, like, if Dastard is now, like, in the name repository, when can we bump that up to being a legit Transformer? Because I want, I, want, I want a Transformer called Dastard. Like, a standalone Transformer called Dastard. Um, I want to hear cartoons working out funny pronunciations of his name so they can just say it on TV without worrying about it. You know, some something silly like what they did when they had that Star Wars character called called Savage Oppress. Uh, mm-hmm. Just looking forward to that nice PG cartoon of some character just screaming it as they charge the Decepticon. <laughs> Destard. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I'm I'm hype about this. I mean, I hope they come out, but it, should should that happen properly, as it seems like it will, I'm pretty hyped about this trio of figures to celebrate the trilogy. Like they're not. It's like they're less groundbreaking and more like they are literally like, well, I don't know if you'd say about Counterpunch, but the other two are like, what was the one figure, if you could name a single figure that maybe was missing from that last line? And it's like, well, Shuttle Blastoff never came out over here, and we only got two of the monster bots um, in deluxe size. And so it's like, there you go. It answers the question. Yep. Um, and yeah. you know what? I'm the one who was saying, where's Counterpunch? So there, they satisfied me. Uh, I'm still holding out for horror cons. Also, I'm still holding out for Star Saber under the play pattern of the leader toys. Don't do the... that to me. Don't do that to me. Because it's literally sitting there just staring us all in the face. Uh, my hopes yeah. are fairly dashed, though, in that we also had that recent news item of, like, what are being called the final listings for Power of the Primes in Japan. And, like, they are t- they are bookending the line with Rodimus Unicronus. And it sounds like that's that. So I'm like, all right, well... I have a thought, but I'm saving it for a future listener question. <laughs> I can think of a Just couple. Just one and yet to be announced. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Oh, you mean tuned. like if we were, say, going to answer a listener question from Spine98. Uh, Aaron, would you like to take this one? Sure. Uh, Spine98, the day before my birthday, May 17th, 2018. Hey, happy birthday. Uh, says, oh, thank you. Uh, hello to my hello to crew of my favorite podcast. Congrats on reaching the 500 episode milestone. That's really awesome. It's just we're too lazy to quit at this point. It's yeah. actually really hard to stop. Really, really. You just keep. It's like falling down a hill. Yeah. Uh, with the announcement that the next generation's toy line will focus on a war for Cybertron theme, do you think that Hasbro might make updated figures for the really kooky Japanese G1 designs with a focus on Cybertron based designs? I feel. As Hasbro can get creative. For example, I love Diatlas, but I think we can all agree his alt mode is a little crazy. I would think that something like that would be a great fit in a War for Cybertron line. Perhaps they can even change the fiction around some way to say that a character like Diatlas was a previous commander of Optimus or something. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Thanks, Spine98. Hey, TJ. (laughs) Have you got any thoughts on this question? (laughs) Well... I mean, we know that we know it's uh, we know the line itself is war for Cybertron, but it is like a G1 style Cybertronian line. Like they did say that Wheeljack is going to be if if we do see that Wheeljack from the vote, it's going to be the floaty van, which tells me that like, we're going to see that Wheeljack from the vote because they probably already have the line designing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, pretty much. For, yeah, if it was yeah. Wheeljack for the vote, it probably would have been like and a preview for the next line. <gasps> I mean, I mean, at the same time, like. Look at the power of the prime votes and we how many characters we thought we were going to get toys of based on who they were planning to use. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, man. I still feel like power of the primes 
like at some point got truncated well after like other it, design it stuff was feels done. that way because it, it, it feels like a lot of stuff that would be saved like like things like rodimus unicronus are the kind of things that feel like tail end line after that mold's gotten yeah old you know, like all the wave ones kind of flushed out from the stores oh, like literally mm-hmm. how he's coming out in japan because he's yeah. he's the final figure coming out in japan that for was the line. you know when i saw him at a toys r us before like shortly after wave one hit i was like oh okay well later i'll go for it and now i've not seen it again and it's kind of sad and frustrating yeah i mean i've still never seen him the only wave two i've ever seen on shelves was at eb where i saw the wave two voyage actually no today i saw something i'm gonna try to remember to talk about what we got this week i didn't buy it because i already had it but um yeah i think i think like like tj i think a star saber would fit in real well with some g1 e Cybertron based designs. It would. It it would fit in aesthetically a lot better than it would with uh, Power of the Primes, which is very beast heavy. Mm -hmm. You know, especially with Predaking yet to come. But also, it feels like it could work as a nice transitional figure the same way Overlord did. Yeah. Uh, In that, I think also with Star Saber, really, as long as you hit the robot mode, it it makes it so you can get kind of mushy with the vehicle modes. And I'm not saying Overlord's vehicle modes were off model or anything, but I feel like they are very much the second part of that figure. Uh mm-hmm. in that they, they kind of went like, all right, this like this jet, we will just sort of squish in here wherever it fits, as long as it looks like Overload when or Overlord when he's a when he's a robot. Um I think Diatlas similarly would actually be a great fit in there, because yes, his alt mode is a little bit crazy and it would fit in well with War for Cybertron. The, the real question, I think, is whether or not War for Cybertron is going to go out of its way to establish itself as like, this is the start of a new trilogy in that we are going to go and hit all the regular characters again. Because I think that would be um, that, that wouldn't be like terrible. It just would be kind of like wrong to sit there waiting for wave three, you know? Yeah. Uh, like I, I given that they have just appeared in Power of the Primes, uh, I think it would it would be a real bummer to hit literally like, you know, here and here's Starscream and Grimlock. Like obviously doing Seekers as Tetra Jets would be super cool. Whether or not that's feasible for whatever War for Cybertron is, I'm not sure. But I don't see any way for the Dinobots to have toys in generations again, like anytime soon. Uh that is remotely interesting to me, unless they get real kooky in a way I don't think they would for that line. Um yeah. But yeah, I would love to see that kind of stuff. Aaron, is there anyone that you think would fit in as far as the kooky old uh, Japanese G1 designs? See, that's the thing that's rough because knowing how how they pick these things and the fact that they have evergreen toys that are like, yeah, we're always going to make sure that these are in the cycle. Um, getting out there on a branch, like there's there's a lot of things from G1 that it'd be interesting to see like a modern take on, mm-hmm. you know. Um, imagine a Grandis that wasn't just like, you lay it on its face and it transforms. You know, you know, it transformed. There, there's also like if they are really going to stick to it the way they they clearly have been, well outside of my expectations. If they stick to like finishing sets, it means like, hey, maybe that's where a flywheels could happen. Maybe that's where like now that they've yeah. started it, that's where a blue yeah. Bacchus could show up. Yeah, they did black well, shadow. I mean, I could I could see <laughs> oh other God. things carrying on and finishing out some of the stuff that didn't hit. Yeah. Um, because like Walgreens now picks up all the exclusives that should have gotten out there other ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, things of that nature that can still get toys out. 
I wouldn't be surprised to see. Well, also like um, like Blue Bacchus, right? Just going back to this for a sec. It turns into a helicopter. That's all he really has to do in some way, way shape, or form, much like Black Shadow. You know, just had to have that jet somewhere, and he does, along with a tank. So, like, Blue mm-hmm. Bacchus is like, all right, who needs a helicopter? <laughs> Wherever they need it, we can also kind of just cram Blue Bacchus in here. I just, I got a feeling there's a good, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be sad if it didn't happen. I just feel like there's a better than nothing chance of Blue Bacchus in the next couple lines. Uh, especially if people start bringing up, like, hey, you all said right. you'd finish the set if you started one. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, the only rough thing is, you know, you start getting into when when you start getting wacky, you start getting into like pretty deep. Okay, what are you going to be rocking like Sky Gary and uh, some of the other like way out there nonsense things that I know 18 people know what the heck it is, but everybody knows what a classic uh, classic galaxy shuttle. Yeah. Like I'd be down, but also all I'm going to say like, is, like, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Black from, Shadow from has two generations toys that came from, out. From our perspective of some really neat toys, there's some stuff out there that has potential. Yeah. From what average consumer at Walmart that buys like sixty to seventy percent of these things, like oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I'm just saying, I mean, if 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 there's a good way that they can maybe slip onesie twosies in, that'll happen. And that's why I'm going to say I think there's a better chance of Blue Bacchus than there is Diatlas, because mm-hmm. Diatlas brings the baggage of Sonic Bomber and Road Fire, his sidekick, and then the one everyone forgets about. And I feel like like I'd rather they just do Diatlas and stick to it. But I got a feeling that with the current mindset, it's going to be like. Uh, well, we could do Diatlas, or we could finish the set and do Blue Bacchus, you know, come up with a cool name for him, like Blue Bomber or something, make all the Mega mm-hmm. Man fans f- briefly happy until they realize what it is. Uh, we, we've got a new game coming out. We're, we're okay. Yeah, and the, the Legacy Collection, too. You know, if you leave out the part where, I mean, it turns out buying physical games for the Switch is a waste of time and money, but, uh, you know, so leaving out the part where if you buy the physical Legacy Collection, you still have to download half of it. Um, seems like a really good collection. Talking to someone who talking to someone who just pre-ordered the physical. I'm all well, when it comes to the rest of Switch. It's just that it seems you get like a fraction of the Nintendo points if you get the physical version. Uh, which well, yeah, but the Nintendo points aren't uh, the 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 marketing scheme they had with that before was so much better. Yeah, I, I feel that's the one part where I'm kind of sad that my my return to Nintendo is like on the back of this really like strangely messaging stop. Like the message I get from their current campaign is stop buying physical because we're tired of making it. And I'm like, I get it. But wow, I didn't think I'd get punished for buying Odyssey as, as a card. Uh, I mean, punished, you know, whatever. I, I still have the game I bought. Um, But yeah, uh, I think I think that whatever War for Cybertron is, if it is going to be a way to get some of those kookier characters in, I think it's going to open the door for ones where they don't have to figure out an Earth mode. Um, and I guess I'm just going to start campaigning for Blue Bacchus because, you know, Black Shadow has two whole figures to himself and there still ain't no Blue Bacchus. What's going on here? Um, speaking of sadness, because that's what I call it in the topic list, I just realized. Uh, Toys R Us Australia. Already has the bad news that it went into administration. Um, even worse news is they had a pre-order up 
about you 90 US dollars plus shipping for a masterpiece MP34S Shadow Panther. That would be a uh, you know a retool recolor of Masterpiece Cheetor. Um According to Ozformers uh, board member Milhouse, uh, he got an official email about the matter saying, We regret to inform you, unfortunately, we're not able to fulfill your uh, Toys R Us online order for the following product due to insufficient stock levels. You know, MP34S. Toys R Us Australia have recently entered voluntary administration, therefore, a refund cannot be processed. We can, however, offer for you to choose other items at the same value on our website, uh, which will process at no further charge to you. Uh, you can also provide your details to our creditors who will contact you with a proof of debt form request. The other alternative is to lodge a dispute with your bank for the amount charged to your credit card. You'll more than likely get your money back for the order we're unable to fulfill. We understand your frustration, etc. Um, and so, like, that that made for a really lousy Twitter headline, because it's basically like, they can't give a refund, and they're literally telling you, like, you're probably going to get your refund if you just open a dispute. And it, it yeah. sucks when a company is able to just, like, say that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, this this blows uh, for a lot of Australian fans, and it uh, it's like yet another bad repercussion of uh of the toys r us debacle um it it, it really like it's not the worst part because the worst part is still all the folks who were suddenly out of work but uh also like arguably the other worst part being all the rich people who got away stock free um uh, scot free i don't know if they got well no they are stock free they don't have stocks in this company anymore um but I, I, you know, that that's a shame, and I wanted to to cover that briefly. Uh, I think is did, is this Shadow Panther still coming out in Japan? I'm assuming it is. I can't even remember if it's been solicited for release in Japan, other than like just showing up at a toy show. Um, but uh, I can't remember. This was going to be delivered on October 2018 uh, in Australia, so I'm assuming that maybe it's just like a thing that's coming out later this year. So ho- hopefully the figure still comes out, but uh. I I really hope Australian fans like I hope this is not like the first step in a in a series of bad messages of like also where are you going to buy toys anymore because I I don't know who else sells them in Australia other than Toys R Us. Um I can't remember what their other major um retailer stockists are. Um but yeah, um you know many many uh regards and hearts out to uh, Australian Transformers fans and of course everyone in Australia uh who might be looking for new work depending on how things go with toys r us australia on the whole um i'm not actually sure what kind of conversation to have because none of us live in australia it turns out aaron i I, honestly i thought that you were you were going to be our correspondent here but no i if i can convince work to send me to australia for some reason i'll i'll uh report from there do they have like sick helicopters in australia um they do have blackhawks in australia we've sold them a few well well, I'm gesturing at yeah. you, <laughs> and 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 <clears throat> I forget the name of the company, but there's a company that licensed the S92 for Japanese sales. That'd be the even better one. Well, <laughs> I'm gesturing at my mic even more. You can't see it, but it's, I'm telling you, it's real animate. I I try, and then I get looked at like no. Actually, they just flat out look at me, and with that like what what no you you couldn't have said something that dumb because. Because that'd be dumb. Well, you just got to, what you got to do is you got to go full dumb so that you'll like cycle back around. So you got to go like, I want you to send me to Japan so I can, on my off hours, purchase a bunch of toys. And then just see what they do. I mean, they'd understand why I was asking that. They wouldn't be too terribly surprised. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, you know, it could go pretty well. 
anyway, uh, I'm not sure what else there is really to drop about this. TJ, I know you're not in Australia. You're in Florida. That's not in Australia. No, no, I no, I firmly believe Australia is a myth, and it's just South New Zealand. Man, you're oh, okay. So anyone who's got beef about that, please don't contact me. No, uh, I don't want. I don't want any of that. Please contact. <laughs> Aaron at AKSMTH. No. <laughs> no. No. I have a fr- no, my friend Carl's in Australia and he's going to kill me for that. I was worried okay, I was worried you're gonna say, no, my friend Carl's in Australia. It's fine. It's like, alright. Carl's cool with it. The rest of Australia is just like, oh that's that that's <laughs> no, that's, that's that's kind of racist, isn't it? That's 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 the No no no, it's okay. I've got a blank friend that's like I know Carl. No, no, Car- no, no, no. Like, like Carl's in South New Zealand. He's okay with this. Oh boy! All right. Well, I'm sure he's going to deal with you. Um, I mean that well. Oh, yeah. That came out a lot worse than it sounded in my head. No, 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 he, no, Car- no. My friend Carl's a six foot pro wrestler in Australia, so I'm uh, never going that. to Australia. No. <laughs> All right. Um. Well, you certainly aren't going to a Toys R Us in Australia, let me tell you that. Oh, uh, you know what I never want to be in the position to have to do? Is to be told by the place that's supposed to give me the refund, oh, just go and open a dispute with your bank. That's that's loud. Like, it's not like it's, you know, the hardest thing in the world. But, like, you know, what if you had a bad day? That's just a lousy topper to a bad day. And I got a feeling, like, at least a couple of people probably had a day that did not need that at its, at its as the cherry on top. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the cherry on top of the meat of this podcast, we got us another listener question. This one comes in from Corito. Um, TJ, would you be down for reading this one? All right, let's see here. Uh, hello, podcasticons. Oh, that's bad. Uh, hello, podcastinators. Uh, that's worse. I like it. I, the Corito, come to you with a singular question for your capable minds and evangelists to answer. Hey. See, over the last couple of weeks, months, there's been a lot of talk, really fan speculation, about a possible uh, Power Rangers slash Transformers crossover, but with the recent news that Hasbro is acquiring several of Saban's brands alongside Power Rangers, what other Saban uh, cross-Hasbro crossovers would you like to see? G.I. Joe cross Common Rider, not Saban's, Gem and the Holograms cross <laughs> Precure. Yeah, I'm just taking the dig right there. Mask, Cross Cubics, My Little Pony, Cross Digimon, Sky's Limit. Anyway, thank you for all the years of entertainment, and I look forward to another 10 years where CAD models of toys are just directly beamed into our heads. What is Cubics? I don't know what Cubics is. Cubics are robots for everyone. Yeah. Okay. Am I everyone? (laughs) It was a CG cartoon. All right. Uh, So Blocky, the robot guy. Yeah, that was like all different colors, like rainbow, like head to toe was rainbow colors or something. I'd like a rainbow I, robot. I, 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 I recall Cubix was like kind of a bluish robot. I might be wrong, but like no, the idea was he was like I a, just found an image. It's like orange chests or red chests, 
orange arms, yellow thighs, green shins, blue feet. This looks like a Korean oh, okay. cartoon. Yeah, I remember this. This, this looks like a very Korean cartoon. This is a South Korean animated television series created by <laughs> Cinepix. They all Four have kids acquired the rights for the English adaptation dubbed to the series in 2001. They all have Retained them until they transferred to Saban Brands. This is this is whatever the company is that does Tobot. They all have Tobot character faces. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, also, that robot does not look like the Mighty Orbots, but that is, that is the first thing that popped into my head, although I'm now realizing the whole Rubik's Cube part. Um, that's actually pretty obvious. Oh, okay, so you take the thing apart, put it back together. It's Here it is as a helicopter. Here it is as a... a that's a, just a pile of things, but that's a tank, I guess. Okay, that's cool. Um, I, I want to look into who made that. Uh, so, okay, what does Saban have? So Saban does not have Common Rider. Does it still have Master Rider? Is that even a thing? As an intellectual property, yes, but they, like, they apparently, uh, like, uh, apparently Toei was so offended by what they did, they don't want them to ever do so any they could, Master Rider ever again. They could make their own Master Rider thing, but it yeah. would have to be completely... Um, the void of common writer stuff, yeah, so they much. have like to make they, their yeah. own thing. Yeah, like if they come up with their own bug suit and make their own footage, then yeah, they could do. Okay, they, this uh, actually, I kind of like the Beetle- sound of this. Beetleborgs is that? Yeah, the subvencil of Beetleborgs. Uh, um, again, it's an intellectual thing. Uh, like concept writing, original characters, yes, but it's a licensed footage. Deal so we still. so we still have Flabber and the Mummy. But we (laughs) okay. Look, we've got Genie J Leno. What else do we need? Uh, Some Beatles somewhere, but I'm sure we can figure that part out later. Um, I've I guess because I'm not much of a Digimon fan, I didn't know Saban was connected to to Digimon still uh, at all. Only not only some of the only the past seasons. Okay. Uh, The more recent seasons and the Tri movies are being done elsewhere. All right. Yeah, like, like, my knowledge of Saban, to be honest, does not... I don't really know what they have that isn't Power Rangers. VR Troopers? Still? Is that still a thing? That, oh. This is current rights I'm only on, going to repeat on Wikipedia. this so many times. On Wikipedia, it's uh, Beetleborg Cirque du Soleil Media. Okay. Okay. Cubics, Emojiville, uh, Kiboa Clashers. as uh, a Netflix series, Master Rider, Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation... Because Nickelodeon won't murder you. Uh, <laughs> Rainbow Butterfly Unicorn Kitty. That's probably red cold. That's probably more uh, valuable than whatever Emojiville cost that's, them. That's, like, yeah. Trying to, to VR take a lot of Google boxes there. <laughs> yeah. It's and not, then former rights were Sonic, Power Rangers, currently by Hasbro, Glitter Force, currently by Toei and Netflix, Treehouse Detectives, currently by Hasbro. My Pet Monster, purchased from American Greetings, currently by Hasbro. What? Couples, purchased from American Greeting, currently by Hasbro. Luna Petunia, currently by Hasbro. And Julius Jr., currently by Hasbro. I didn't know My Pet Monster still existed in a legal form anywhere. That's kind of cool. I, I suppose know. it would have to. Well, like, that and Popples were both purchased from American Greetings TCFC. So that might be one of those things that was like, somebody went, oh. Wait, we've ah. got the license for that? We we ended up with that? Can we, can we, like, can we sell it? are being made by the Transformer people now. So, yeah, they're just not How Popples. How perfect is that? So, <laughs> yeah, you could bring Popples in, there, and that's that's the storyline of the cartoon. Is they're like, hey, stop stop 
muscle in our shtick <laughs> turn inside out at you. Uh, I'm, I'm actually really into the idea, partly, I mean, this is not the same thing, but but I think of Kamen Rider Dragon Knight when I'm thinking of this. I'm really into the idea if they could just take, like, Masked Rider and VR Troopers and Big Bad Beetleborgs and just, like, remove all the Toei-esque parts and just go, like, what if we just make some Toku, make some North American Toku, you know? Because, like, Dragon Knight was fine. Get Steve Wang in on this stuff. Just go like, here's Steve Wang. Make Master Rider. You can make him look like whatever you want so long as it's not a Toei suit. Uh, I think there could be some really cool spiritual successors or at least like spiritual siblings in that that idea. I'd be so down for that. Uh, this is this is not really about a, a crossover anymore. I just want to see that stuff happen. Uh, but I, I don't know. Like, I guess Transformers cross popples would be fun because they, they transform, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones from what like you were saying. Like how the Transformers look at them just with disdain. It's like, no, you don't really change. You just kind of like fold up inside of your like kangaroo pouch. And then they're What's like, is that? that so much different from you, Beast Wars Neo Break? Okay. He just that's, that's folds up into a, into a penguin and leaves. He's like, I'm not having a part of this. I didn't come here to be judged. Uh... Man, cubics and mask. I'm actually thinking cubics might fit together better with something else. Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm just not seeing the connective tissue with mask now that I've seen what cubics looks like. Uh, but I also don't know what Hasbro property possibly. Actually, you know what? What if it was cubics Rubik's 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 cubics? All right, Hasbro owns Rubik's cubes, don't they? Or they make them? I just assume all games and and you know <laughs> trinkets are owned by Hasbro Milton Bradley and that whole mess. Uh, make a make a Rubik's or or Mr. Potato Head Cubics, like it's Cubics, but you can plug nose and eyebrows on them and a mustache. Um, I don't know, like DJ, have you got any other any ideas of weird crossovers? I mean, I mean, if you wanna if you wanna make it simple, like things like My Pet Monster and Popples, I feel like you could drop them right into My Little Pony and no one would notice. Yeah, I mean, like just as a, uh, as a special, you know, like a direct like just, a. Yeah, just spin it off like that. Just that aesthetically, that just flows together. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like here's our ninety minute movie of My Little Pony meeting the Popples or meeting My Pet Monster. If it does really well, now it's a Netflix series, and if it doesn't, hey, we sold some DVDs. Yeah, it, like in my head, it was all like I I sat here and kind of brainstormed. Okay, uh, Megazord versus Predaking is way too obvious. What else can we do that is a little bit fun? Mm-hmm. Oh, and. Sorry, I had one, but you go ahead. <laughs> My thoughts are like, well, like, what if we take one of those car series of Power Rangers, like Turbo, and we'll integrate it with Mask? Yeah. Like, what if, like, what if, I like, what if Rita Repulsa is hiring Cobra to make vehicles that could stop Zords? Or like, um, the Power Rangers, to me, fits in perfectly with Mask or G.I. Joe because they're just another task force, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that. that's a... Uh, that's a more natural fit to me than like because Power Rangers and Transformers have been competing since the 90s. So that's the obvious crossover. But I don't think it meshes as well as G.I. Joe does. No, because at the end of the day, what people are really thinking is a Transformers and Megazords. But like the Megazords are not the be all end all of a lot of the better Power Ranger shows. Like, you know, oh, not, yeah. not to hit the old it's- horse again, but RPM, the Megazords matter. The only time the Megazords really matter is for that one gag about the eyes. 
like half that series writes the Megazord fights out of the show for the most part. Yeah. Well, uh, for the for the most for the most part, the Megazord just became the thing they tack on at the end of the episode. It takes like a minute now. Yeah. Like they don't really they don't really have engaging giant fights anymore. Or or they were vehicles to introduce more like Doctor K Gem and Gemma drama, you know, which was way better mm-hmm. than than Megazord fights, and it was also a smart way to just not try to force those megazords to work with what rpm was as a story um Mm -hmm. they're just there yeah the other one i liked the idea of was uh putting the power rangers against the visionaries yeah i mean or i almost think a a way that it would work even better is if you invert it make it so the visionaries are just another power rangers team part of me was thinking like like that could be integrated in so well just like Okay, they're okay. Like maybe they're like maybe they're part of like Mystic Force. Yeah, and they're like they're the magic users. Oh, maybe Mystic they're the Force guardians. visionaries. Yes. Sorry, I'm I'm really into that. <laughs> it's just, it it is perfect because like right down to the special. Of, I mean, I didn't see Mystic Force. I'm thinking of Magic Ranger, but like the the kind of style of the special effects of the magic that those Rangers were using. To me, yeah. is is so so much of a sibling to the visionaries, you know, stock footage stuff. Um, I feel like it pairs really nicely, and you know, the visionaries are even more of a brightly colored team of a bunch of, you know, mono colored suits than um than GI Joe would be. Um, yeah, I'm down for that, man. Those are really good ideas. Aaron, did you have any any other ones? No. Um, these were much better than mine. <laughs> yeah like like this is this is eating i i had one a little while ago and this just ate it alive i don't remember unless i said it i can't remember now i'm so stuck on some of those <laughs> uh by the way did, did you guys have any other i forgot if we really covered it did you, now that hasbro like owns all of all of power rangers and a bunch of other stuff and saban brands is dissolving <laughs> uh and now the the new news where they said that uh, what was it they said they didn't just say we're going to do more Power Rangers movies they said absolutely we're going to do Power Rangers movies because we feel they did not exploit that media as well as we could like I think they used the word exploit yeah. in that quote and I yeah. was like I was like man just show your hand okay <laughs> um I, I'm really wondering what what another Power Rangers movie might be like like do you think they're going to do anything regarding those old ones or do you think it's it's just wiping the slate. <sighs> I what what old ones? Sorry, the old one. What what old one? That one that came out with Brian Cranston, which wait, is the thing wait, they should I, keep. I, I, I thought there was a. I thought there was another one. Wasn't there? Uh, well, there's also, also maybe this is our chance to bring back Ivanus. Yes, you're right. We gotta. <laughs> or what was that song? Something something. You're in trouble. Ain't gonna something burst your bubble. <laughs> Would you believe I heard that song like 50 times because on a VHS I had of the first episodes of season two, along with a special uh, Beekman's World episode. When I was a kid, I wanted to watch the Beekman's World episode, which meant I ended up going through parts of that music video constantly. It's true. Oh, no, you're in trouble. Something's come along in Some, this burst star bubble. Something's come along in this burst star bubble. And those two singers were those two... I can't remember where they are from. Those two girls were singing it, and they kept, like, smacking their heads together in the music video in a way that made me kind of think, like, does that hurt? Um, I'm hoping this is activating nostalgia for precisely maybe two people. Like, that's the kind of thing that music video should be hitting. Uh, aside from us. Like, clearly. I, I was wondering if anyone would catch on to that. TJ, I'm impressed and frightened that... 
that that you had it didn't even take you more than past the end of the episode to go like oh yeah that <laughs> oh yeah for whatever reason there's just I don't know why my brain hangs on to just useless crap like that. It just does. Also, Fox Kids played that music video a lot, if I recall correctly. Like, if you were watching Power Rangers as a kid during the season two thing, when they introduced Lord Zed, around when that movie came out, like, they they were showing a lot of that that, that music video. Uh, anyway, what was I talking about? Um, listener question. Uh, I think that we've answered it. So... Uh, let's go into the really sobering part of current WTF and TFW episodes. What we got this week. Did anyone get Transformers this week? Negative. Uh, negatory. So, I went to London Drugs today to try to get my phone fixed, and y'all heard how that went. But uh, I was looking around the toy aisle, and I had a moment. I saw a Dreadwing or whatever, the, the one from Wave 1. And I was uh-huh. like, hey. So I went back there and took a look. And right next to him, Battle Slash. In the Tillicum Mall, London Drugs, of all places, Battle Slash. And I was like, oh my god, is Wave 2 here? What's behind Battle Slash? Another Battle Slash. What's behind him? Nothing. What's behind Dreadwin? The Wave 1 Deluxes. I was. I feel like I was 25% closer to finding the Wave 2 Deluxes than I've ever been in my entire life. But uh, instead, I, I did not find them. Also, apparently, somehow... Even in the outskirts of Victoria, B.C., someone managed to be the complete monster who bought two road slashes, sorry, road traps, and left a pair of battle slashes behind. I almost bought one of them just to try to take part in the, in the nightmare. You, you, you got to karmically balance it, man. They were also waiting. Get both at once, like... It's not gonna happen. I almost did, and then I saw London Drugs wanted fifteen dollars uh, Canadian for one battle slash, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to pay that." Yeah, probably not for battle slash <laughs> ever, even if I didn't have one. Uh, so yeah, I uh, I tried, but uh, we are just we are in the drought. We are we are in a in a big old heavy drought. I know there are folks who are starting to get the Wave Two Deluxes in from Diamond, I believe. Um, the bummer being that if you got them through Diamond, you're probably having to sell them for like twenty four, twenty five bucks Canadian. Uh, except it's starting to look like that's just the price you're going to pay, uh, unless you like you know you're in the states and can just grab them off of uh, one of the other retailers if if they ever get them in. Um, so the drought continues. I've still not seen a completed combiner from Power of the Primes. <laughs> Yet, it's June now. I thought I would have already come up with cool ideas for, like, I'm going to shoot a Volcanicus Gattai sequence. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, There's also a really good chance I still wouldn't have anyway. But, yeah, we're trying. Um, at least I'm assuming the other two are trying. I'm, I'm speaking yeah, for uh, them. Yeah, for the love of God, Hasbro, release more than six Wave 2 Voyagers. We're trying. <laughs> Also, the way you know what I mean, yeah. the wave three voyages. I just take uh, or or, or the, I just take everything. I'll take whatever you know. Uh, I just want to buy a new transformer. This, this is terrible talk. This is a bad yeah. thought pad. Don't don't say that to yourself. What I just said to myself. That's how you end up buying a fifteen dollar battle slash to try to karmically balance something that probably never even happened. The the road traps were probably just in the back room because it's London Drugs, a drugstore who probably doesn't care about the the case assortments. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, Transformers list uh, this week. Uh, outside of Transformers, uh, Aaron, did you do, pick up anything outside of Transformers this week? Um, some Something dumb for TFCon. All right, yep. I got four of the Unhinged. I think. Is that whatever the latest unset is? 
just off of the the comment from the last episode of like maybe could we so that'll be something that we can like bust out on thursday mm-hmm. and uh and then but and then immediately then, afterwards like, <laughs> battle bond happened which is like a a two-player thing like a, a two-headed giant which is for the people that aren't magic people it's two players playing two separate decks but sharing one life total so there's a bunch of like your team and enemy team type of things and ways that like your partner can help you cast cards directly and Mm -hmm. neat like ways to do that but then it also reprints a bunch of cards and not a 12 dollar a pack method and uh it happens to all really work well for commander including the team cards because they worded it so that if you're playing commander Instead of being my team, it is, all right, it's politicking time. Who wants to be my friend if any of you get to be my friend? (laughs) Or I have this card that I can play to counter that spell, but I don't have enough mana. Or, you know, I'm only going to play it if you pay for half of it. But I know Mm -hmm. you want to counter that spell. I'm giving you the opportunity. Like, there's some, I saw some great videos about just the, the flagrant, just like, pure politic cards coming out which is great like mm-hmm. the friend and foe i got one of the friend and foe ones at the pre-release and it's just like yeah it's like i could just like decide you know what i want them to be on my side hopefully they will understand i was like hey you you want to be a friend or a foe <laughs> yeah. all right y'all who are foes sacrifice all your creatures uh y'all who are my friend let's draw some cards <laughs> you know or whatever it was that it did um also, uh, for those of you listening who might have skipped past a couple episodes or skipped a few beats, you know, just just missing some stuff. Aaron did not suddenly get into magic overnight. It turns out he's actually always, you know, quietly been uh, knowledgeable. Yeah. Uh, I'm the one who loudly said, "Y'all remember Magic: The Gathering?" Yeah, and those of us that have quit it like four times, are like, yeah, we have. It's a it's a mighty mighty nice wagon. I could. I could hop back up on. Yep, I said. Yep, yep. Aaron's just like, yes, yeah, so, yeah. I just bought all this sealed product for. It's for TFCon. <laughs> uh, I didn't help with that either because I'm the one who said, you know, if we don't use it at TFCon, it's not like you won't have trouble using it during Extra Life. Yeah, uh, and it's true. Um, oh, without without continuing that magic train, I was going to pop over. TJ, did you pick up anything off topic this week? Uh, I picked up a couple things. Uh, we still do not have a place where I can drop convenient visual aid. But oh boy, yeah, you're right. Like, the podcast list on Discord, the thing that we're talking on right now. Click on the thing that says podcast list. Look, <laughs> you can type. You're typing there now. Congratulations. I, yeah, I mean, it's go for not it. Rocket it, science. It confuses, you're just going to confuse okay, like okay. Yeah, four just... people, and you can tell them to get bent. We're going to use this however we want to. <laughs> You'll confuse the eight patrons who are currently uh, chilling out, who may or may not suddenly go like, "What are they doing again?" Uh, and I want to—I don't know if any of them are even listening anymore, but I want to—I want to give a shout out to my patrons on my my weird little half-used Patreon uh, Discord, who are very patient you guys with the are fact that robbed blind. We just keep sliding in here and just using the thing and then leaving. Uh, I mean, I'm not leaving. What on earth is this? Is that a scyther? That is a scyther. Yes. That is that an action figure too, or is that? Uh, that is a resin statuette. All right, that for is a pretty second, cool. I thought those were joints, and I was like, "Yeah, the way those, me the up. way those hips look could <laughs> very easily be some some oh, pretty kick ass." I, I wish, I wish. There's like only one actual Scyther action figure out there, and it costs a fortune any rare time it comes up on eBay. God, it is it is my holy grail at the moment. Uh, but no, this is about 
eight inches tall, full resin. It is all hand cast, hand painted, and all of that. Uh, there's this company called Polka Studios that does these like super intricate and really cool uh, statues of various Pokemon, and usually it's the most po- is the more popular stuff. Scyther is a little bit left field, so that was kind of amazing that they did something that cool. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's also be like to a to a certain degree very very, I guess, self aware because I mean I've never encountered someone who didn't have the childhood memory of like Scyther's the cool one because it just looks like it could kill people. It's got <laughs> scythes for arms. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's a ninja. He's green. He's made of swords. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Um, post that in the thread if you remember to, because I might forget yeah, I probably uh, yeah forget. I'll, I'll try to remember it's not as if he's put the link someplace it's really easy to get to again. yeah you know yeah i mean who whoever goes back to check on wanna, old discord you want to pay attention to your own discord what that's all this work that's i want to play magic that's all <laughs> <laughs> um well uh, okay so it's a resin pokemon kit that looks badass mm-hmm. um uh Beyond that, I have in my DX Evil driver. Oh man, I want to get that thing. I'm trying not to. I've, been, I've, I've not talked to. myself. I've talked myself in and out of it like four times, uh, and I, I'm currently at the point where I'm like, well, if I see it on Mandarake for a very deep discount, maybe I will do because it says Chow, and I have a thing about that word. Um, but yeah, I think looks the thing looks the boss, the business. Uh, it's full of all these sound effects it doesn't need to make. Oh, yeah. It's function wise, it's cooler than the base driver it's remolded from. Yeah. I mean, is it remolded? Like, is there new sculpting on it? Oh, yeah. Like, okay. absolutely. Uh, like the, the, the best matches, it's a little bit like straight to the point. It doesn't have, it doesn't yeah. have like the flavor voice to it. It's just like, this is what the match is, and it just starts cackling at you. It's like we had the guy in the studio. <laughs> if, yeah. if we said it in English, we said it in Japanese this time, and vice versa. But uh, like, it's got other cool ones. Like, it's got like it has this neat function where pretty much as long as you have that like the writer system one installed, any other one you swap in, uh, you can make a final attack out of. So. Mm. All, all those bottles get a little bit of extra function. And, uh, yeah, beyond that, just how, it just has such a cool sound to it. Um, it also has hidden movie writer sounds on it, I saw on uh, on one channel. Does it now? Yes. Uh, if you, you know how you can make them into from the show? You can do Evil Rabbit and Evil Dragon? Yeah. Try doing that with Locke and with Tank. Okay. I was going to say that, yeah, I did find Tank on my own, which that okay. was really cool. Uh, Locke is stupidly hard to get a hold of because they did yeah, some was, like special <laughs> release of it. I was about to say, the one problem with Locke is Locke also never came out in normal person costs. It yeah. came out as like, a, a was it a magazine thing or was it a something else? I, I don't can't even know. I know it's it, 30 bucks on Mandarake if I want one. Yeah, don't pay that. Which is uh, just feel bad. really annoying for a plastic bottle. It's in the movie. They've got to do like a clear version or something, so you at least you get the ready bit. That. You would think that. Yeah, or I mean, if it's in the movie and if Evol's got him, 
then they've got to do the evil versions of the bottles, right? For Tank and Locke. Like, they gotta. It's the only way that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that thing is cool. Did you get the, uh, the, the black hole trigger as well? Uh, no, the pre-order for that, uh, I, I, that has not, I don't think that's officially released, or if it did, it just came out on the stores, because, uh, I've been keeping an eye on it. I saw the pre-order. It's one of those things where HLJ put it up, it sold out, and then they took the listing down just to yeah. keep, keep like, people right. from murdering the server. I think that the EFOL stuff in general has been kind of coming out in Japan first, and it seems like it's been coming out out of synchronization with when, like, HLJ and everyone else usually gets their online stock in. Because mm. uh, I saw videos for both of those things well before I saw them on any store pages. Um, I do know there's a so, few, I also know there are a few channels that get things a little bit ahead of release, too. Yeah, I, I don't think they're doing it through any deal, though. I think it's just like some shops in Japan are just putting them out early. But I, I feel like the the black hole trigger and whatever stuff for the G, like the solicitation stuff for Mad Rogue and the Genius Bottle or whatever, all that stuff seemed to come out like out of sync with when I usually saw news for build dropping. Um, either way, like it's kind of cool how many toys there suddenly. Like I heard build is doing very well for a rider series on the toy end of things, uh, which is you know the Tokusatsu conversation no sane person should ever try to get into is ratings and toy sales. You'll just fall down this really weird hole of secondhand information. Uh, that's that's great to know, knowing that they also canceled the one full bottle match I was really looking forward to. Oh, yeah, the F1 uh, T-Rex or whatever? Oh, oh sure, yeah. That, no, Gold Scorpion. Oh, Gold, because F1 T-Rex has also kind of ceased to exist. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be one of those, oh, well, here's Bandai, you know, Premium Bandai has all these extra bottles to fill out all those little panels you bought. Also, I heard that at least the dinosaur one has an evil noise somewhere in that belt. So, like, I'm like, well, you recorded something. Man, the whole... This is the thing. When they record the electronics for the belts and not the other way around, it just makes all of this even messier. Because it's like, any idea you had but dropped now exists as this weird, like, half-formed artifact of sound effects. Mm-hmm. Uh... But yeah, uh, by, by the way, for those who are wondering, we're talking about Kamen Rider Build's toy line. Kamen Rider Build is a very good show. Uh, it's it's some of that real good tokusatsu. I highly recommend it. Um, it it's a lot of fun. It's got great characters. Wonderful, wonderful dads who make coffee. Uh, it's a good time. Oh, yeah. Father of the year material right there. Yep. Oh, I love I love in the last couple of years how Rider has just been hitting it out of the park with evil dads. Uh <laughs> It's a very, like, it's not any kind of, like, progressive storytelling or anything. It's just, like, you know, obviously as a dude, um, there's a certain there's a certain tone in a good evil dad character has that just resonates with me immediately. Because, uh, I mean, Ryder also presents it in a highly masculine way, but it's like, they just, they when they do it well and they want to do it, they just really nail the whole thing of, like, this is a dad who expects the wrong things of his son and his son is abused by it and the dad is literally evil and the Wait. son is going to go and just physically beat the beat his dad in a fist fight Wait, is it <laughs> is it what say is four years running now with the bad dad theme it's a drive right oh uh, god yeah drive yeah drive off off the top of my head drive exade and build but well, we got who one in the- ghost but he but he had a son who was even worse than him so 
Also, the problem with Ghost is that, like, <laughs> it feels like everyone forgot about Ghost. Let's let's not say that. A problem with Ghost is where you stop right there, because more than one. I still really liked the first 24 episodes, and I've also still not watched past the first 24 episodes. Because everyone told me not to. That's not why. I just haven't made the time for it. Uh, but yeah, um, man, common Rider stuff. Um, anything else on your end, TJ, off topic? Unless I'm forgetting something that came in with the driver, I don't think I am. So, oh, uh, uh I oh, got my, oh. my Final Fantasy VI Terra from the Play Arts Kyline. Oh, I saw you posting pictures of that, and I was like, like this is more just me i was like holy crap somebody in my social circle bought a play arts in the I, last five years <laughs> you know i got i got play arts harley quinn once once upon a time when they did the arkham asylum designs and like yeah. for how expensive this is the jointage on this is really clunky did you see the, the new harley are bad. the new one is freakishly weird and kind of the awesome and the one with the friggin' henshin armor? Yeah, with the hammer that turns <laughs> yeah. the, the, like friggin' Tony Stark. Yeah, uh, she goes with that insane Joker they released who comes with like 15 different character design heads and then like a, an iron lung hospital bed that turns into like a friggin' <laughs> iron spider suit. Uh, that Joker and Harley, those figures, I want them so much. Also, they're like two to three hundred dollars a piece. Yeah. So I'm Lightly. so bummed out. <laughs> There's they look so cool. And I'm like I, never gonna own them. I want that Harley to go on deep discount someday. I'm keeping my eye on her. That Harley is bonkers and look into that Joker. Like when you see it's not like there's any rhyme or reason to his different head sculpts. They were just like, what if we make one that looks like this Joker? What if we make one that looks like this Joker? I don't know. Make another head. And then there's like this wall of head sculpts that are completely unrelated to each other that all kind of fit the body. And there's even one where it's just like, what if this is the Joker on his deathbed? And it's just literally like Deadpool head Joker who looks like he's just dying. Like just dying of like of like toxic waste exposure. Uh... Anyway, yeah, that's that's besides the point. You actually got a character that you know where it looks like something from where the character came from. Uh, it's also um, that that is a Final Fantasy that does not get a lot of toys. Oh, that hence why I wanted it. So hence why I'm willing to actually spend Play Arts Kai money to get a hold of it. Because yeah, yeah, once in a blue moon they remember. Oh, we did make Final Fantasies before number seven. <laughs> <laughs> they're they were kind of popular i i guess yeah like oh oh six is oh six might be one of the best video games of all time oh sh um but it doesn't have a buster sword does it that's your problem it, yeah. it doesn't have that song that we can keep remixing <laughs> we, we gotta hire another choir to sing one wing angel all right call the mm -hmm. i don't know Call the C team. They didn't do it yet. They haven't done it yeah, for a couple so years. Yeah, is it like there isn't some really famous you know, music scene in Final Fantasy VI anywhere? <laughs> Who? In, in a, <laughs> what a, opera? a music scene? Yeah, a, a, an opera where have they ever done that opera with actual singers? Yes, yes they have. I've heard. Okay. I've heard it with actual music, with actual Man. lyrics. Yeah, like an actual legit impressive music, especially for the... I'm not going to go on that tangent. Everyone knows the opera scene and how, like, oddly groundbreaking it was. But yeah, it's insane to me that, like, Six is like... Yeah, they get you get a bone now and then. 
Mm-hmm. Like, is there... Have they released a Kefka yet? No! They did, They did like... I can't remember the I can't remember the name, but they did like this line of like really statuesque uh plastic yeah. figurines. And like wave one was like final form Kepka, and I've got him. And then they did some weird like multi-pack of minifigures of like monsters, and like they threw in like a normal style Kefka in there. So I feel like they once at least showed a Play Arts Kefka prototype. Don't know no. I would have known because the second they okay. showed Terra, like I was like a bloodhound. It was just like following every little <laughs> thing I could get. You woke up at three in the morning because in Japan time, that's when they unveiled it. And you're like, ah, <laughs> ah good. Back to sleep. <laughs> I, man, I'd swear I saw opposable Kafka, but I'm, it might have just been like I might be assuming that they made it since there is a, a Terra. Well, I think Terra is just like, well, it's Dissidia. So they kind of sneak that Final Fantasy VI in there under like, no, this is a yeah. Dissidia action figure. Which Kefka I mean, Kefka is as well. Was, yeah, he's in he's in Dissidia. So <laughs> I feel I feel like the hero cast has priority in that regard. They, man, also just, I feel like, Kefka's design would be like a hundred and fifty dollars minimum. It would, but they're the one company whose like demented production style would completely fit Kefka. Uh, like, you know, hand-painting it, like, most of the paint apps would totally work. It'd be expensive, but, like, I don't know. I feel like if you, if I feel like a Kefka would make you, in the long term, maybe even more money than a Sephiroth. Because there's already, like, three or four Play Art Sephiroths, aren't there? Like, for all the different... Oh, God, yeah. Like, every, every time his, like, like, every excuse they can make, you know. Have, have they already done a Dissidia Sephiroth? Probably, I'm... And I'm pretty sure I, I, I'm sure the line started with Cloud and Sephiroth. Yeah, well, I mean, and I, I don't mean to keep dancing around it. It's just like, man, play arts makes me start talking. But <laughs> how how did how did Terra turn out? Uh, Terra turned out really really nice. Uh, my gripe with that first Harley I bought and why I've been avoiding play arts is for the price. Like, the paint was ugly. The articulation was kind of gummy. I uh, mm-hmm. I didn't have a good experience with the figure. Uh, the paint on this Terra is immaculate. I can't even find an overspray. Like they they've picked it up, as far as I can tell. Like because yeah, my my last Play Arts experiences were back in what like 2011 or 12 when those Arkham figures were coming out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I, I've heard like from the few feedbacks I found about that crazy Nomura Batman Joker Harley stuff. Like apparently they are they are built. You know, like they are good. You you are. You can discern what you're paying for on those. Mm-hmm. So uh, my my only real complaint with her is that she is very thin on the accessory count. She comes with like her sword and just like a smattering of extra hands. Mm. Like part of me was really gunning for like a swappable head to go between like because hair wise, the big thing with Tara is we're going to use the Amano artwork for the costume but mm. she's blonde there. But everyone knows oh, she man. has green hair. So yeah. On the play arts, they kind of split the difference. It's like half one way, half the other, like it was in the first Dissidia game. Like, we can't make mm. up our mind. And, uh, it's a little ugly. I would have preferred, like, you know, give me a head swap where I can have bl- a straight blonde or straight green. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm completely the FF6 layman perspective 
in that I played the game and I liked it, but I don't know it super well nowadays. But like to me, if you only also if as a company you tend to only release one FFX or FF6 thing every couple of years, it's like, why would you not do Terra with green hair? That's how everyone remembers Terra. I know. I know. Like everything <laughs> I've seen since final since the Super Nintendo games, like even if we use Terra, like, okay, we're using a mono costume design, but the hair is still vi- bright green. Like, yeah. Like, like I've got Final Fantasy on my cell phone as a game. And, like, mm. as in, even as a brand new game, they're like, yeah, she has green hair. Why wouldn't she? I think that's what confused me when I saw your Twitter pictures, because I was like, who's that? Because <laughs> <laughs> in, my, in my mind's eye, I mostly see a blown-up version of her sprite, like, driving the Magitek armor. Which, by the way, yeah. can you imagine if PlayArts tried to do oh, Magitek add-on? No oh, God. <laughs> it's $2,000! I'd, <laughs> I'd sell a kid naked. Also, it works. You can if you can, if you're small enough, you can just climb inside. It works. It actually <laughs> fires electric beams. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we patented it. Didn't sell it to any of the world's militaries. We're using it for our Magitech replica suit, scaled to eight inch figures. <laughs> uh, it's got that. It's got the little plug in feature where you put the Terra figure in and it unlocks like five different you know, chemical weapon attacks that it doesn't normally have. Also, weirdly, the Terra figure then can just turn into Esper form. Doesn't even make sense. It's a figure. It shouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> you push this button, you replace all of the parts of it. <laughs> or how stupid would it be? They're like, hey, we're selling an Esper form upgrade suit. It's an entire figure minus like a waist joint. So you have to still part swap everything. Because screw yes. you. Uh, well, I hope... I- I hope that this is the start of an FF6 collection of posable figures. I, I wish. I wish. Uh, like, they just announced, like, I, apparently the current Dissidia just announced Locke. Okay. So, so we're, like, at the, we're, we're at the whim of Dissidia. We've got three characters now. Are the Dissidia games doing well? I don't even know. I, mean, I, I kind of lost track of them. Apparently okay. they keep making them. Yeah. I mean, man... Like, again, speaking as a total casual, if you made a Kefka who wasn't 200 bucks, well, actually, we were like, just saying how he probably would be. Well, you know, if it looked really good, I'd be tempted. I mean, like, every Kefka thing I do see them release gets bought out immediately. And it's almost like he's goes, popular. Yeah. Strange almost that. As, almost as though Kefka might be a cultural touchstone for a whole frigging generation of people who played games in that era <laughs> hmm. almost as if i don't know maybe not he doesn't have a cool theme song except he does yes <laughs> like a 13 minute long one yeah that's the thing every time i've ever th- sat there going like oh you know kafka doesn't have this one thing sephiroth has it's like oh no except he does he has everything sephiroth has is uh yeah, yeah you know what he has that sephiroth doesn't a win like, yeah, a character arc in the game he was in. I mean, okay, that's being a bit harsh. You could probably argue that Sephiroth had an arc because he pulled off a thing, kind of. But Sephiroth, ha- Sephiroth has mommy issues. Sephiroth, th- the thing about Sephiroth to me is that, to, at least to me, again, as very much someone who played a Final Fantasy and then kind of ejected from it afterwards, nothing about him made sense to me until the 2000s when they started making more media that tried to explain what the hell he was doing. Uh, then I understood a little bit more what was actually going on, but I don't need that for Kafka. Also, yeah, Kafka won. <laughs> like, that's the whole, like the whole point of Kafka is like you do, you go through the one thing you don't go through in any video game, which is 
you lose. No matter what yeah. you do, you lose. Mm-hmm. He takes over. He blows up the world. Spoiler alert, by the way. He blows up the world. He breaks your airship, throws your party across the planet. You wake up, lonely island, blood ocean, dying grandpa, and that's all you got. Like, yeah. Like the whole you point. You actually. Eat- or good, good. I mean, the whole point is to drag you to the lowest point the game could possibly get you to because. Kefka is an ass, and he's that powerful. And I was gonna then, say, like, like, sorry, I keep, I keep to work thinking I have my spot. Yeah, we have to work your way back up. <laughs> I was gonna say that that game actually has a season finale and then a short season two in it. Like you, like him winning is basically like a cliffhanger in a in a in a in a piece of media. Except right. the game's not over yet. You keep going. I don't know. Like, I, obviously, you know, game storytelling has done it, but like to me. The nature of Kefka's win is like the game finished and then the game actually had its sequel happen inside the game. I don't know. Not sequel, but season two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway. Hey, player hearts, wake up. Okay. Crying (laughs) out loud. (laughs) Um, Also, send me that Joker and that Harley. It's worth it. (laughs) I'll probably say they're not worth the money, but still send it to me anyway. (laughs) Uh, uh, Aaron, going back to you, was there anything else off topic on your end that you wanted to hit up? Not terribly. All right. Uh, uh does, was that an intentionally picked word? No. It's really bugging me. On your end? Or what Aaron said? I don't know. The, the word terribly just seemed a little bit punish at that. A little bit. Cause no. it's Terra. I okay. I got it. No, no, no. Aaron's <laughs> just like no. <laughs> that was not my intention. No, I, mean, I just subliminally planted that. Eject button. <laughs> no, it was uh, the majority of the weekend was spent figuring out uh, why Plex wasn't working as well as it should be, and I'm pretty sure it comes down to a uh, hard drive that was slowly failing. So I got a new hard drive and copied over everything so that. It wouldn't get lost. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing that my phone still did not get to do because its battery died is back up all the pictures I had just taken. So oh, no. now I need to find someone who doesn't need to be Apple Care who can just put a battery in so I can get my data off the phone and then hopefully have a nice working uh, unlocked iPhone 6 that I can sell. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, whatever the case, uh, all I did off topic is I went and played Battle Bond and I got some more cards, but, you know, that's now when I'm talking about magic cards, you know, now that I'm a, a haggard veteran. Uh, I'm I, sorry. It, I'm sorry. Say that again because my eyes rolled so hard <laughs> that my ears rang. All right. Well, I'll just see if I can get Aaron to see his own brain. Now that I'm a haggard veteran planeswalker, if I was going to talk about the cards I bought, it would go over the heads of all you casuals. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make you feel left out. Here, when I'm talking, I went, I went and picked up Legion's Landing. You know why? Because I'm working on a Commander deck tech for Edgar Markov. You don't even know what I'm saying, do you? You don't. Commander 2017, baby. Uh, that's about it, though, for my off-topic when I got this week. So I didn't, I didn't really. I tried to do some toy shopping when I got in here because I, I was out and about right away when I got to Victoria, and uh, I just, I just didn't find anything. Um, I found a few bits and pieces of things, but it was nothing that I couldn't just get back in Toronto. Um. I don't even remember what I was seeing now. I think I saw... Oh, TJ. I saw the Meek... You know the, the giant Meek card vehicles, the dragon and the spider that you still haven't found yet? 
Yes, the the yeah, the toy line that I was corrected like maybe a hundred times in the comment section that it's Mech Card, like Mech Card. Oh, who? Sorry, okay, you couldn't hear it. I was holding a deck box, and when you said that, I just threw it at the bed, like in the most disgusted <laughs> way I could possibly throw it at the bed. I didn't. Who? Okay, you know what? That's cool. But no, uh, at Walmart they had the big <laughs> dragon and the spider on rollback. They've been in Canada for so long. Oh my god. Also, the oh. boxes are so big, I was going to also say, if you try to get a Canadian to help you, you will lose all those savings on the cost to ship that thing. I have no doubt. Uh, the box is, like, toddler size for yeah. both of those. Not toddler size, but it's it's like bigger than leader class boxes. Well, if it's, it's anything like the one that I got imported, it's packaged in, like, the big folded out mode. So yep. the springs don't wear out, <laughs> so I'd do that. Yeah, but uh, they, they are now on rollback in at least the Canadian Walmart in Victoria, so... Uh, hopefully they show up in the states if you're looking for it. Uh, for the turn-in card thing. Um, I guess that brings us to the end of the show for this week. So, uh, you know, hope you enjoy that Bumblebee trailer, whatever it is. I'll find out uh in 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 a day from when you're hearing me say this. And uh, you know, hit up our Twitter if you want to see see the fast reactions because I'm sure everyone on this podcast will have timely hot takes for all of you to enjoy. Uh, and we'll probably still talk about it on the podcast anyway. It just means that, like, you know, I'm assuming more than that trailer will drop even by the time I record with Seth, let alone when I record with, with uh, these two folks. So we will talk about Bumblebee. Oh, we will. And whatever else pops up. There's some other, what is it, uh, the Lego Movie 2 trailers coming out tomorrow as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they kind of jumped the Ralph gun. Breaks the Internet. That's what, that today. trailer came out today. Yeah, that... Another Ant-Man and Wasp, I think it was the international trailer hit today. That's too much for me. I don't want to see any more of that movie until it's at. I'm... I already saw the cool trailer. But uh, Lego Movie 2, kind of, they put out an article that sort of blew some of the surprise of the trailers. Because they were like, yes, the weird alien thing is is this. And this is the story of Lego Movie 2. Uh, which I'm into. But actually, since the trailer's out tomorrow, did you see that info, Aaron? No, I hadn't. So do you, do you want to know? Shh. Sure. Like you saw that picture of the weird space alien looking thing, right? Mm-hmm. So apparently that is Duplo. Okay. So they're doing Duplo as literally alien invaders who are demolishing everything the Lego master builders can build before they can finish building it. So they have to figure out how to get the Duplos to stop wrecking everything is apparently okay. the, the story. But we'll see the trailer tomorrow. Um, and yeah, uh, as for all your other media needs, you know, stay tuned to our off topic section. And uh, we will talk to you all later. Thank you, Aaron and TJ, for joining me. And uh, we shall speak again soon. Stay safe.